This mini-sode of Being Boss is brought to you by 2020, where creative entrepreneurs get inspiring photos. If you're looking for authentic images to illustrate all of the hard work you've been putting in lately, 2020 has millions of real-world photos proven to help you tell a more engaging story, whether that's on social media, your blog, or your website. And they're all available under a simple, royalty-free license. 2020 is partnering with Being Boss to support all the creative bosses and is offering you a seven days, five photo free trial. That's a seven day access to license five photos for free. To start your trial now, go to 2020.com slash being boss. That's the word 20, then 20.com slash being boss to get five free photos. Hey bosses, I wanted to share something with you today that some of you have heard me talk about, but I don't talk about it a whole lot. And that is I have a business that I don't even think about as a business because it's not super creative. It's almost completely passive. And in my mind, it's more like a savings or a retirement plan than a business. And that is real estate investing. So I make my living as a creative entrepreneur. It's the work I do through Braid Creative and Being Boss that pays the bills. But one of my goals is to build wealth, and that doesn't come from getting paid to do the work. That comes from investing, or at least the way society's set up right now, that's how it works. So I've decided to invest in real estate. Now, in order to do this, I didn't have to be rich, which is a common, you know, misnomer or misunderstanding whenever it comes to investing in real estate. I just had to be disciplined and a little brave. Now, to be clear, just like I've approached building a business for myself, it's been the same for real estate. It's been about slow growth and long-term vision. I'm not trying to get rich overnight, and I'm figuring it out as I go. Even as I've been on a couple of real estate podcasts now to share my own investment story, I'm realizing I could have made different investments, like in multi-units. Even Tony Robbins in his money book, which I highly recommend, talks about investing your money in a pool that goes into like investing in retirement villages as all the baby boomers age with a pool of other investors. And you could totally do this, but I wanted to do it in a way that felt a little more authentic to who I am, just like all of my business endeavors. So I want to share with you a few practical rules I have for myself whenever it comes to investing in real estate. And this is how I stay aligned and authentic to doing it my way. And that includes I always put 20% down on the homes. And this is for really practical things, including a lower interest rate and to not have to pay PMI. So it's some technical stuff there. They are all homes I would be willing to live in myself. My goal is to keep the home nice. I want them to be better with each tenant, not worse. I want them to be nice and add value to the neighborhood, not bring it down. I'm not looking to be a slumlord by any means. And I want to be fair to myself and my tenants whenever it comes to charging rent and enforcing boundaries. I'm sharing my own real estate investment journey on Best Ever Podcast, and I go into a lot of details there, but I wanted to share a few more insights with you here. So one, you don't have to be rich to invest in real estate. You mostly need to be disciplined about saving your money and brave enough to make the leap. Number two, if you're totally new and want to invest, I would do it by making your first home a potential investment property. So live in it for two years, make it nice, and then rent it out. 
Number three, you don't have to rent to total randos. A lot of creatives feel like their business isn't real if they're not being hired by strangers. And I think I even talked about this on a recent episode. But we all know it's a network of friends and peers that keeps us afloat in our creative businesses. Same for real estate. Try to get friends or friends of friends in your place. Four, but we all know that whenever it comes to mixing friends and business, you have to have firm boundaries in place. Make sure you communicate those boundaries and plan for the worst case scenario while hoping and high vibing enough for the best case scenario. Number five, trust that you can handle it. I think a lot of people get really freaked out about having rental properties, but just trust that you will be able to handle anything that comes your way. Number six, live below your means. So maybe you can qualify for a home loan of, let's say, half a million dollars. You can still buy a home for $200,000. Or maybe you can afford a Mercedes, but how about you drive a used Subaru? Maybe you can afford the Louis Vuitton, but how about you just put your credit cards in your back pocket? (laughs) Now, these are all things I personally want and can totally afford, but instead I'm choosing to live under my means without the flashy things, so I can afford the quality of life I want for my future self by investing in my retirement. I also wanted to add that I've been asked a lot about my recent move to Detroit and how that's affected my homes in Oklahoma City. So we still have them, and we're still renting them now, and we're not looking to invest in Detroit. So Detroit has a ton of like really old, beautiful, but dilapidated homes that are super duper cheap. And if you were into flipping, it would be easy enough. I've looked into it, and there are enough deep systemic issues that go beyond just flipping a home as to why I would be uncomfortable doing that myself. Also, like I just want to focus on, I don't know, my family and being boss and braid creative. I'm not looking to expand my circle yet whenever it comes to investing in properties. I often say that becoming an entrepreneur is kind of like going from renting to owning. It's a metaphor I use a lot. And with that, you have the same challenges and opportunities. You really have to look at what's best for you by assessing your own personal finances, goals, and context of where you live and what makes the most sense. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff with us today. Kathleen Shannon, how you doing, Kathleen? Good. How are you, Joe? I'm doing good as well. Nice to have you on the show. And a little bit about Kathleen. She is the co-owner of the branding agency Braid Creative. She is also a real estate investor. She invests in residential properties and she is the co-host of the podcast Being Boss, which is a podcast for creative entrepreneurs, as well as the author of the book Being Boss, which is a book, I imagine, for creative entrepreneurs. She is based in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, but soon to be a resident of Detroit, Michigan. So that being said, Kathleen, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus? Yeah, sure. So I own my own branding agency, Braid Creative, and I went to school as an artist thinking I would be a painter and never imagined that I would be investing in real estate. I was thinking about before I came on this show, the fact that I think so much identity is wrapped up in 
our homes and the homes that we buy. And it keeps a lot of people from buying homes. And I feel like I was able to kind of like make that leap and make it happen. So other than Braid Creative, my branding agency, I also co-host the Being Boss podcast where I'm talking about advice for creative entrepreneurs. And there is a huge overlap between entrepreneurship and investing in real estate and how you manage it and your different approach. Everyone has a different approach, right? So Mm -hmm. it's all very, very personal. It also comes down to numbers. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'd love for you to elaborate on the first part that you mentioned where you said so much of your identity is wrapped up in the homes and maybe the result of that might be people don't buy as many. Will you help me understand that a little bit more? Yeah, sure. Buying your first house is a huge milestone. I think that it is wrapped up in the same vein as getting married or having a baby. And it's not a decision that most people go into lightly. It's incredibly personal and emotional. And whenever you're buying your first home, you want it to be just right. If you've ever watched any HGTV, people just get so wrapped up in the emotions of it. And I think that you have to really take that out of the equation whenever you start investing in real estate, because it really is a numbers game and it really is about building your wealth and building your retirement. And I just think that a lot of, especially creative entrepreneurs, which is my audience, I think a lot of them don't think of themselves as someone who could be investing in real estate. I think that a lot of them may have the impression that you have to be a millionaire to invest in properties. And that's certainly not the case, especially if you know your area and have a unique situation, kind of like Oklahoma City has. Mm -hmm. If I were a guest on your podcast and we were talking about investing in real estate, knowing your audience How would you position that conversation so that it resonates with them and they're empowered to then go buy real estate? You know, I would probably start with the first smallest step. So what is the first thing that you can do to start stepping into a future of owning real estate and investing in real estate. So the first thing you would want to do is get qualified for a loan, right? Yep. And I know it sounds really simple, but that's the kind of thing that people, they're not, I would say lean into it by researching the market, getting a loan, figuring out what you can afford, really crunching some numbers. And I would say start with your own first home. So whenever you are buying your first home, don't think about buying your forever home. I think that a lot of people really overextend themselves with their mortgage by buying the kind of house that they think is going to be one and done and that's it. Instead, I would buy something that is a good starter home that would make a really great investment property in a few years. So that's what I would tell people is to start with your first home, the one that you actually live in for a couple Mm -hmm. of years. Because then you're going to get better finance rates. You're going to get the feel for what it's like to even manage a property. So just the little things, like all Mm -hmm. the repairs that come up, you start to understand the expenses associated with owning a home. And then from there, I think that a lot of people think about renting out their home to someone who wants to destroy it. I feel like the biggest fear whenever it comes to owning residential property is like, well, what if someone just trashes my home? And that is a relevant fear and it does happen. But just like entrepreneurship, you have to trust that you can handle things that are thrown your way. Mm -hmm. You can 
get a cleanup crew and for 500 bucks, your house is looking good again. If you are interested in investing or want to hear the full episode of my real estate journey, be sure to check out the podcast by searching best real estate investing advice ever on iTunes or wherever you're listening to podcasts or at joefairless.com. This minisode was brought to you by 2020. Check them out at 2020.com slash being boss. That's T-W-E-N-T-Y 20 as in the number dot com slash being boss. Did you like this minisode? Be sure to check us out on our website at beingboss.club. There you can find more from Being Boss, including our full episodes, minisodes, and blog posts. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our mailing list so that you can get access to behind the scenes and exclusive content from Kathleen and myself to help you be more boss in your work and life. Do the work, be boss.